For Friday, April 1, the 91st day of 2022. There are 274 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll get you ready for a big weekend. And will there be pranks? Won't there be pranks? I don't know. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. It's Friday. Happy, Yay. happy Friday to you. It's also a new month. Uh, it's wedding anniversary month. It's Alaya's birthday month. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll get into those things later. Uh, would you believe that your eyebrow shapes can predict your personality? <laughs> You're in the clear. Straight eyebrows indicate a strong, fact-oriented, and direct personality. Curved eyebrows, on the other hand, indicate a more people-oriented personality. Well, I kind of fancy yours is a little bit curved. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Because you really don't get to choose. Well, like, they grow the way they grow. Some of us shape them a little differently, and some of us color in the lines. If you have enough. Some of us are without <laughs> them. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio Newshawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. I so you're bringing out the UK gear. Yeah, I saw. I noticed that you didn't yet. Nope. Still in mourning. Oh, I can't do it till the can't do it till the end of the tournament. Tournament's oh, got to be over, and then maybe I can then maybe I can go back. I have had a UK I'm shirt on it. at home. I'm over it. Now. I've had a UK shirt on at home, but I've not worn in one in public. Uh, my license plate's enough. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know you would have liked for opening day to have been yesterday, as the Reds would have normally had it scheduled. But for those who might have been attending opening day or if it was Great American Ballpark or wherever Mm -hmm. you were, yesterday was not a friendly weather day to open the Major League Baseball season. So maybe it being delayed a week might actually help. No, because opening day is supposed to happen in Cincinnati. I see. And instead, the Reds have to open at Atlanta. I had a feeling you'd say something like that. Well, well, because it's, listen, the Reds are the oldest franchise. True. It's fair. That cannot be... Cannot be disputed. That's absolutely true. Hey, before uh, before we uh, get into uh, the forecast and uh, into the the news of the day, I uh, I, I want to say good morning to. Uh, I was out yesterday in the wild, and sometimes when I ins- escape my enclosure and I'm out freewheeling around, well, you just never know quite what's going to happen. Fair to say. It's true. Fair yeah. assumption. I mean, when I stay on the rivers and the lakes that I'm used to, I kind of know what my experience is going to be. But when I go out of those pathways, I often encounter things like, oh, well, that was different. But yesterday was one of those pleasant surprises. So I was on my way into um, the courthouse, and Miss Pat was on her way out of the courthouse. And she saw me coming, and she said, she asked if I was me. And of course, you know, that can always <laughs> go asking? either way. I'm like, oh, here I am at the courthouse. Sometimes you want to go, um... uh, At the courthouse. Oh, no. Uh, well, uh, I said, yes, I am. And so Miss Pat took the time to really 
compliment and commend what we do here on the show every day, and she uh, loves to be loves to be part of the the group that gathers around the campfire and participate and et cetera. And so, I had about a uh, five to seven minute conversation with her there. The wind was blowing, but I didn't care. It was cold. I didn't care. I was just enjoying uh, talking with her. So anyway, I want to say good morning to her, and uh, she made my day yesterday. So thank you for doing that, and I'll try and make your day today. That's Good morning. How, that's how it works. I love so, it. It's uh, wonderful. Hey, early showers may be sprinkling around today. It's been kind of odd um, at, at times today here between the lakes. It seems like it could rain at any minute and it's dark. And then you'll look out and you see, you'll see kind of sunshine peeking through. So sun will eventually make its way in today. There is a frost advisory for tonight. I doubt that many people... On Wednesday, went out when it was 80 degrees, went out and suddenly planted a bunch of stuff for spring. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our weather hasn't been conducive to people jumping the gun. So I don't feel like that there's a lot at stake with a frost advisory tonight, but just did you want you to know about the potential for some frost overnight tonight and into tomorrow. Uh, We'll see another round of spotty showers tomorrow afternoon as a chance, but, you know, nothing overly significant on the horizon and nothing severe on the horizon. So that's good. We'll see a high of 52 today, mostly clear 34 tonight. We'll see some wind tomorrow and uh, about a 3 in 10 chance of rain, a high of 56. Sam, do you have big Ramadan plans? Not sure. No? Not no, sure yet. Still waiting for, waiting to be asked, yeah, I guess, I guess for some... after the Ramadan dance? I don't know if that's, I doubt that's a thing. Uh, in some of the headlines today, President Biden is announcing that he has ordered 1 million barrels of oil per day to be used from the nation's strategic petroleum reserve for six months, which is a bid to control energy prices that, of course, spiked uh, for multiple reasons. They want to blame it on Ukraine, uh, the situation in Ukraine. Uh, We shouldn't blame Ukraine. They're not the ones to blame. But the situation there, but it's mm, it's multiple factors. It's also our unwillingness to be uh, independent from an energy level. So, there are just multiple reasons that gasoline is super expensive. It has receded just a little bit, but I use this analogy a lot, and I know I, I know it sounds outlandish, but if I walk up to you and I suddenly put my hands around your neck and I just choke as hard as I can, and you're about to smother to death or I'm about to choke you out, if I just release my grip by 15 to 20%, You'll think, oh, suddenly that feels better than it did, but it's still not like not having hands around your neck. Does that make sense? You know, so the fact that gasoline goes to three ninety nine, and then it goes back to three eighty nine, and you go, oh, ten cents better. Yeah, it's only ten cents better. And there are a lot of uh, experts that say that this one million barrels per day from the strategic reserve sounds much better than it will actually equate to in practicality. So maybe it's a starting point. I don't know. Maybe it'll be 2 million barrels a day at some point. But I I think those of us who are hearing that story shouldn't just say, well, here comes $2 gasoline because it's not going to happen. The other big national news of the day yesterday, former Vice President Mike Pence is offering a Freedom Agenda platform for Republicans ahead of this year's midterm elections. It's like a 28-page document, which reads much like a guy who's intending to run for president. And boy, so th- this is the season that jockeying starts because next year you'll have all the, you know, you'll have all the, the moving and the shaking, and it just, it unfortunately, it starts awfully early, especially after the midterms. Then you really start talking about what's going to happen in 2024. Can you imagine... Uh, can you imagine a Republican primary featuring former President Trump and former Vice President Pence? That, the debates would be interesting. That would be right. No, is he? You was did I, it. No, you I did can't it. Wasn't imagine. it. Wasn't it Pence that had the fly laying on his head? Uh, yes. Wasn't yeah, it that? Uh, it now that I'm yeah, thinking during yeah. the debate. Yeah. You did it. No, you did it. No, you did it. No, I blamed it on you. No. Who knows? It, so, I just hope it doesn't turn into silly season. Um, this is politics we're talking about. Well, that's true. <laughs> uh, sad news to pass along to you. A Hardensburg man has been killed after hitting a box truck head on. State uh, police PAO Scotty Sharp said that uh, troopers responded to a fatality accident on Highway 60 near Hardensburg yesterday morning about 630. He said uh, preliminary investigation showed a 32-year-old Joseph Satterley driving a Ford Fusion north on 60 
when he crossed the center line, struck a Ford E350 box truck head on. The box truck was being driven by a man from Hardensburg. He was, uh, Satterley was pronounced dead at the scene by the Brett County Coroner's Office. One of his passengers, 33-year-old Justin Smith of Hardensburg, was transported to Owensboro Health Regional Hospital with minor injuries. Another passenger in Overton's vehicle, a man from Candleton, Indiana, was also transported there with, uh, this says, life-threatening injuries. So no no additional details on that, but really uh, Sad. No, no fun to report a fatality mm-hmm. to you, traffic fatality. Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron has joined a bipartisan coalition of 44 attorneys general in sending a letter to TikTok and Snapchat urging the companies to implement stronger parental controls within their platforms. The group also seeks to have the social media companies give parents the ability to protect their children from online threats through the use of parental control apps. From, you know, 09, 10, 11, 12, in that range, it was such a wild west of social media that even, uh, you know, adults were using it and becoming addicted to it. The dopamine rush that you get from scrolling and then seeing something that you like, and it's just all, um, if you watch The Social Network... I think that's the name of it on Netflix, the documentary. There are several of them out there that really break down what social our dilemma. social yeah. dilemma, what our yeah. devices are doing to us and who's behind them. And the reason there are certain colors and the algorithms that use if you stop and pause on something for long enough just to look at it, you don't even have to click it, like it, whatever. If you just slow down your mm-hmm. scroll, mm-hmm. it's making a little, oh, you kind of intrigued you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's find more of that. And serve up more of that to you just to make you stay in-app longer. So it's one thing for adults to be doing that, and you would hope that adults have the ability to go, okay, wait a minute, I'm being led down, like, all of a sudden, I don't do anything but this. Well, imagine when it's kids and children and these apps like TikTok and Snapchat that too many parents are just saying, fine, go, go out and play. Go out on Snapchat and play. Go out on TikTok and play. And if you aren't monitoring that in any way, boy, the, there will be like your life There's experience gonna be some is going to be rough yes. because some of the things that are being demonstrated in this coalition are 43% of tweens and 74% of teens were involved in a self-harm or suicidal situation. 69% of tweens and 90% of teens encountered nudity or content of a sexual nature. 75% of tweens, 93% of teens engaged in conversations surrounding drugs and alcohol. Those are staggering percentages. And they're happening out there in the wild, wild west of the Internet. Theoretically, though, are those conversations just happening on social media, though? Well, I think they happen, they're much, they're much more easily happened. I mean, I've always used the advantage of this, Sam. And I'll, and I'll you ever just been tell in you. a high school bathroom? bathroom Have you or ever been on like... the back of a school bus? Yeah, because yeah, that's yeah the, even more so. The back of the school bus is where you learn those things. But here's the, here's, cool kids. here's the difference, Sam, and I've said it many, many times. When I was dropped off at 2232 Bowling Green Road at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I was safe and isolated until about 730 the following morning. Mm-hmm. You know, there weren't people writing on my wall. There were not mm-hmm. people, you know, would burn books. And there were not people who were sending group texts about me and all those things. Mm-hmm. It was contained and limited. It certainly existed, but it was contained and to a much smaller level. Now, it's just the shot, the tweet heard around the world at any particular moment. And so it just, it adds gasoline to a small fire and you get an explosion. Do you mean to tell me that people say mean things on social media? It happened once, and that's why we're all worried. That one time that it happened, we all went, oh, we shouldn't we, allow we, that we to happen We have never again. experienced that. No, no, we <laughs> never, never, there's never... <laughs> Never any blowback whatsoever over <laughs> over anything. Uh, here are some high-profile bills that made it through the General Assembly. We ran through a portion of the list yesterday. Uh, the legislature in Kentucky is in its uh, veto recess period, so they'll return for uh, two more days on April 13 and 14 once the governor decides uh, what he's going to do on some of these issues that are on his desk. HB3, an omnibus abortion bill, uh, moved forward in the legislature. The measure, it's also known as the Humanity and Healthcare Act, uh, that uh, moved forward 
the Senate adopted a floor amendment as part of that. So if that's an inter- that's an issue as important to you, you may want to go study and read on it. HB4 would reduce from 26 to 24 the total number of weeks someone could collect unemployment, so two weeks less than six months. I'm, I mean, I'm not sure the significance of 26 to 24. Someone smarter than I may know. HB7, which tightens rules on public assistance, one final approval Wednesday night. We know about the charter uh, schools bill. HB9 would fund charter schools and establish two pilot projects, one in Jefferson County, one in northeastern Kentucky. I learned a little bit more. You know, I told you yesterday, I'm not all the way to the end of the spe- either end of the spectrum on this because I don't know enough. And I was fancying the idea of is our ch- charter schools to education what private prisons are to the justice system. And so one thing I do know uh, that opponents say is that it works in this way. If I decide if my if my child's going to public school A and then I decide, hey, wait, I want my child to go to charter school A. The way that it takes dollars away from public schools is this. The seek funding follows the student. Okay, so I didn't know the mechanics of how when people say it takes money away from public schools, well, that's that's how it does that. It takes that public money and it follows the student. My question is, if that student is homeschooled, where does the seek money go? Like, I don't I don't know the landscape on how how that works. I know that schools are based upon attendance because when schools drop below a certain threshold, they don't get particular funding levels and mechanisms. So again, I don't know all the particulars on that, but I did learn a little bit more that the under this bill, the seek funding follows the student. Talk to a public educator about it. They'll, I, they'll let you know. If I <laughs> if I only knew some. You ever met one? SB 83 <laughs> deals with transgender <laughs> athletes from 6th grade through college. By the way, speaking of that one public educator you're talking about, did did she make contact? I, I'm not un- unaware. Yes. Okay. Right, uh, not sure. I hope that works out. S- Sam and I have been working on a project behind the scenes this week, so oh. that's good. Well, involving some of my family, involving some of his family. So isn't uh-huh. that weird? So here we sure, are. There's a indirect connection. <laughs> that's right. So, uh, And it doesn't go all the way back to the old country. We don't have to go all the way back to England for it to happen. No. I mean, we would end up in England, no, you and I, it's... if we... Well, this sounds exciting. Senate uh-huh. Joint Resolution 150 oh. terminated the COVID-19 state of emergency. <laughs> like, well, she might be able to answer the question if it was successful yet or not. She's like Beetlejuice. <laughs> we say her name three times and she appears. Uh, the state of, state so of emergency much. bill uh, has ended, and that was the part of their resolution. All right, what must you know about? Oh, the we do know who the new members of the Kentucky State University Board are. Uh, there are eight members, and nominees include a former Kentucky governor, a former good good to hear contacts been made a former state auditor and several KSU alumni I was interested when I saw Ernie Fletcher's name on it yeah I hadn't heard of Ernie in a while uh, yeah, uh doctor, he was somebody that just like oh yeah I forgot about him. yeah Dr Ernie Fletcher a former Republican governor he was until Matt Bevin on, on for a, in a period of about you know 30 years was the only Republican governor in Kentucky from 03 to 07. He'll ter- serve a term expires in June of 2023. Ed Hatchett, former Democratic state auditor from 95 to 03, will serve for a term ending in June 2025. And then Tammy Dukes, who is an automotive executive and KSU grad, will serve for a term expiring June 30, 2027. You know what auto group she's with? Tammy Dukes? Ford, maybe? I would think it would be more of a dealership. Like no, when maybe. I say an automotive group. So Yeah, I don't know. Um remind me to ask you something off you all off the air some something about <laughs> well, I did see that there was a basketball <laughs> auto group. Frank Frederick Douglas basketball coach too, which I liked. I was like, Oh, a high school basketball coach on the board. <laughs> That's good. Uh what else do you need to know about? Oh, I saw where an aircraft maintenance company is expanding, adding two hundred and fifty jobs. That's in northern Kentucky. A new three-bay hangar there at Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky International Airport. Yep. Not in Cincinnati. No, it's not in Cincinnati. CVG. And over the weekend, Grayson County High School percussion and guard members performed admirably at the Tri-State Marching Arts Championships. 
The highly competitive event was held at NKU there in Highland Heights, speaking of Northern Kentucky. GCHS Percussion, directed by Clayton Felty, finished the competition as the bronze medal winner and in, uh, in their class while winning music. The Guard, directed by Lindsey Flowers, finished sixth place in their class. So, you know, we think of marching band as being a... Um, as being a fall sport, mm-hmm. and it, it is, but uh, obviously they do some off-season. This is the equivalent of their seven-on-seven seven drills, yeah, it's right? probably a good it's, way it's to describe like, it. Uh, Summer basketball. Spring yeah. marching band. Uh-huh. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. April Fool's Day today. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think I've, as far as I know, nothing that's happened today has been a prank. Um, yeah, oh, mine's just like real. Alea pranked us this morning. Uh, well, I don't know <laughs> if it was a prank, but it was a great way to start the day. She got uh, Baby Shark all fired up this morning, and we Baby Shark our sure way did. out to the vehicle to go and off to school And that was a really today. nice start it, to the it morning. It was fun. Yeah, it was yeah. a great way to start a day in a, in a new month. She's fired up, too, because she knows, hey, five days off of school next week. Well, <laughs> but right. she it counted it down, though. You told her it was more than five days. Yes. So she initially said seven, mm-hmm. and uh, you so told her it was more nine, than that. Isn't it? Nine if you count the weekends, mm-hmm. which and- she always count the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> That's another good parenting lesson to teach all. Always count the weekends. April Fool's Day is the day because it used to be the first day of the year. So before the before the calendar was reworked and we just had this dark period that was called winter, the beginning of the calendar year was actually on April 1 or 4-1. Mm-hmm. And so this is why it's called April Fool's Day. It's also uh, in, in San Francisco since 1980 on April 1st, they've been observing what's called St. Stupid's Day. I almost prefer that. Yeah, well, you know, so I use that word in our promo every day, mm-hmm. but which sometimes, you know, I'll get the occasional, hey, I well, told my kids not to use that word. Like, I'm using it in a way of don't do it. There is, I mean, Mr. Spirit almost makes a comment on that every single time I see him, that, that he likes to not, that he's not stupid because he listens, he's getting to know. This is this is my point. I'm not calling anyone and, that, no. which I think is what parents are trying to get their kids not to do. I'm telling you not to be it. Mm-hmm. So isn't that's just good advice. Mm-hmm. So that's I'm sticking with that. Uh, it's fun at work day. Oh joy! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were a couple of that were, so that were listed. Find out where your boss shops and buy the same exact outfits. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be hard just shop at the blue right. store. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with me, just shop well, at the blue see, store. See, I at least attempted. You know, I'm wearing a UK. I'd, mm-hmm. UK you, on Friday, yeah. 90% of the time, I'd, I'd hit the hit the jackpot there. When answering your phone, talking a fake British accent. Hello, governor. I th- yeah, I think I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> uh, I would have so much more fun. Make up nicknames for all your coworkers and refer to them only by these names. I mean, I'd, you, you I'd already pretty much do that. Do that already. Sam's never drawn one. So, Uncle, Uncle Sam was kind of the one that I came with. Yeah, that's but true. that's not That's a, too easy. Yeah. That's a low-hanging fruit. Uh-huh. I don't, uh, you know, I do like to call people Sparky. No, that's mm-hmm. not true. I'd, I kind of like, no, I'm not going to say it. I always, it always fascinated well. well, me it fascinated me how Ellen Griswold called Clark Sparky. It, it takes you a while to, to get, you know, to give the nickname. That's true. That, you have to earn it. Uh-huh. It can't be like I know it took Princess Tiana probably six months mm-hmm. until she finally pulled one. Yep, can't be. It can't be too quick. You you have to earn it. Tomorrow is International Children's Book Day. Oh, big fan. Okay. Yeah. Well, the the here's some I got. This came with a list of least recommended children's books, which I know I've covered with you before. Uh, <laughs> is, is the butt book on there? Yeah, I was going to say we can well, add that one now. I need a new butt. Apparently, uh, how to write your name in the snow. Uh, this is their oh list, goodness. not mine. The, the little sissy who snitched. <laughs> uh, terrible. Places where mommy and daddy hide neat things. Yeah, that's not a, that's oh, a, not a yeah. recommended book. Uh, Sunday, which is quite ironic. Sunday is don't go to work unless it's fun day. Well, they really tricked us on that one. <laughs> Schedule it on a sun fell on a Sunday this year. So, okay, there you go. If be prepared if you are. If you are hoping to dye eggs in a couple of weeks, oh, dear. 
be prepared, multiple things in play. One, groceries are more expensive. Two, with the rising bird flu, then that is impacting some of the... Weren't we having uh, some of that, like, in inventory? Mayfield or we were, yeah, that area? Nearby. The latest USDA retail egg price report showed a dozen large grade A eggs reached $2.01 a dozen compared to $1.60 per dozen last year. So, I mean, if you're just buying a couple of dozen, then you're not really going to notice a, a lot because that's the only time, that's about the only time we might buy three dozen eggs at once is because we're going to dye them. But I, but my point is, is that you may want to grab those on your trip to the store this week because if you're counting on them being there mm-hmm. the second week of April, they they might not be. Yeah, I got some last weekend. I just don't want you to get surprised. We got some yesterday, but that's mm-hmm. just kind of our normal. It's just our our normal go to. Yeah. We always have it. So, by the way, can I say I did hibachi last weekend. <laughs> and I overseasoned the vegetables and things that got away from me. But I will tell you, speaking of eggs, I nailed the rice. The the rice, the soy, the eggs, the onion, the fried rice. The scallions. Yeah, the yeah. fried Do you I, have I, a walk? I, I na- yes, I do. Have you met him? Well, I, I assumed he would have a walk. Yes. Of but course I was he always has a walk. Told, I was always told that you can't I'm assume. A, I'm a walking fool. <laughs> I, I walk like an yeah, Egyptian. The rice yeah, dead on. Mm-hmm. It's taken Spot me a couple on. times to dial in the rice, but I dialed it in. It's not my favorite thing in the world, but now I did do the hibachi vegetables again, just to, to because mm-hmm. we had so much leftover rice. I did throw some additional vegetables on on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I got them seasoned perfectly. Mm-hmm. But the ones I did the, the Saturday round, I was like, Whew. my hands were swollen. I was like, oh my goodness, like they, <laughs> my hands looked like incredible. I'm surprised hands. that I could put my shoes on. <laughs> like that's how much yeah, like salt, too and much soy swollen. Sauce. Yeah. Well, it was light soy, but then I use there's a there's a Carolina seasoning that I use on lots of things. And he loves. It's that. good. It Is, just I overdid can you put it. Carolina seasoning and hibachi. Well, it's not. That seem it's a little just happens to be wrong. what it's called. It's it's not about. It's not about North like Carolina, Carolina barbecue? per se. No, not exactly. I'm going to assume he won't do it again. No, I will not do it again. That's it was lesson learned. I was I was dialing it in. I was experimenting. I thought, well, a little of this might be good. No, too much. Too much. Uh, also at the store, if you have purchased an Easter Bunny cookie kit from uh, Easter Illinois-based Wilton Industries. we got a picture of it for you here on the screen. Wilton. There's a big W oh. in their logo. If you have it, they are doing a voluntary recall of their ready-to-build chocolate cookie bunny hutch kit because it has the the ingredient list on the package list, skim milk powder as an ingredient. However, the contained statement didn't include milk as required. So anyway, I don't know how many people are deathly allergic to milk like they are peanuts, but I thought I'd throw it in there. Why do we have to have like an Easter bunny house? Like, Why not? Mm-hmm. Stay in your lane. Right? Stay in your lane. I mean, How, gingerbread houses the, are Christmas. The, the Easter funny. Bunny has to live somewhere. <laughs> Does he really? Uh, yeah. I think oh, it's well. in a hole <laughs> down below. Um, <laughs> well, then you can make you can just pretend that that house is in the hole. Sam, do you know anyone who you has need children? Uh, Sam, do you know anyone who's had an iPhone no, stolen? Uh. <laughs> I've, stolen. I've not stolen. I know somebody who's lost one. Do you know anyone who's had an iPhone stolen? No, I don't think so. I, uh, of course, our phones. Wood, our yeah. phones would have to get far enough away from us uh-huh. <laughs> for someone to swipe them. But I have some level of confidence in my devices not being stolen because. I have the find my protection on there. As do I. And because of the facial recognition, there's really no, if someone walks away with it, there's not much they're going to be able to do with it except this. So you can steal those devices and not use them, but then you can send them, you can brick them. There is a way that you can get them to shut down so you can't use them. Then if you send them back to Apple at Cupertino, or someone who does repairs, like an authorized repair person, then they can reset them, and then all of a sudden you just reinstall and put your stuff on there. So that does 
that does happen because it made me wonder. It's like, well, nobody steals iPhones because you can't use them because you can't get into them unless you just completely reset them. And so some people will go to that length and do it until now. There's a new GSM database. So it's like Link NCIC where you run someone's information and it tells you whether they have warrants in you know, Oregon or Washington mm-hmm. or wherever it is. Well, now these GSM numbers are going into a federal database that all of these entities are drawing from. And when it flags... Says who owns it? Then it, it says, hey, this, is, this was stolen somewhere. Like a car. Like a car, which is a very interesting point because on CBS Mornings today, they've been doing an ongoing series about Hertz Rental Company, about... The overwhelming number of people who rent cars from Hertz that get stopped by the police and accused of stealing the car. Mm-hmm. And here's why. If Hertz rents a car to someone in April of 2020 and they don't return it, Hertz reports the car as stolen. When the car is recovered six months, eight months, whenever on down the road, What Hertz doesn't do a good job of is reporting back to the database saying the car has been recovered. Mm. But then they rent that car to someone else who might drive (laughs) it across the country. That would be, like, so our luck. And then a a law enforcement agency then runs the plate on the car and goes... That car's marked as stolen, Mm -hmm. even though you just rented it from Hertz last week. Mm -hmm. And so Hertz is taking a major public relations hit because they're reporting it stolen, but they're not reporting it recovered. Maybe they should just stick to donuts. Maybe. (laughs) Hertz donut. Mm -hmm. You ever had one? (laughs) Yes. Yes, I have. (laughs) And I'm I'm full up. I don't need any (laughs) more. Well, it is April Fool's Day. I also, I don't know if Scott, Scott the Rock Garoski was on uh, Rick and Bubba this morning. And I always enjoy his appearances because he says a lot of things that the rest of us think, but we might not be willing to say. And that's why he, as a recurring character on the show, can say them and be gone. It's like how a revival preacher gets to say things to congregations that the normal preacher can't because he's leaving. You know, he gets to preach on people. Well, Scott Garoski gets to preach on people, and then he doesn't have to suffer the blowback or the phone calls of, of what is said. But he is spot on about something. The level in which television commercials have devolved about human conditions. When you, when you have former like R&B groups who are singing diarrhea songs on commercials... Really, we've kind of crossed over too far. And my point is this. Have you all seen the carrot commercial? The carrot commercial? The carrot commercial. I don't believe so. Okay. I don't think so. You all must not be watching the same. Must be targeting it. They must be targeting 50-year-old men with these uh, crooked, so I can, crooked, with the carrot commercial. I can use contact clues. It's a... It's it, it's a it's, oh I have seen com- this oh, mm-hmm. oh about the crooked carrot yeah yeah mm, yeah I don't think I've seen this oh listen I I I understand all 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 two genders you know need good health care and health advice and there are certain things that aren't fun to talk about but need to be addressed I I just don't want to have to explain to someone who doesn't know why is there a crooked carrot on that commercial right so <laughs> we we're just we, we have gone too far and we need to we need to walk this back in in some way you're going to have to pull it up to understand i i can I'm sure you get the context. I understand place. it's a serious condition. Mm-hmm. I understand, and it and it mm-hmm. is a wonderful thing that a remedy is available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess there are worse ways to to yeah. educate. Right. Like there's some clever way of going. Okay, well I get I mean, it. I don't know what would be better than carrots. Okay, but. well then is this too far? In the United Kingdom, a, a femtech brand called LV has devised a unique way to wash away the stigma surrounding urinary incontinence. They have erected a billboard in London that pees on passersby. This giant P 
peeing billboard is bringing the issue out of the shadows and into the spotlight. So they have a woman who is lifting weights, and she's in a squatting position, and she apparently has a bout of urinary incontinence. And when you walk under it, it has like a waterfall off the edge of the billboard to remind you of the dangers of urinary incontinence. So factored in with the crooked carrots and the peeing billboard, can we all agree we have gone... We. We have yeah. gone, as they it's, say, it's round the bend. Yeah. We have rounded the bend. And I don't know where we go from here. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. You're on In the Know. We heard people saying the Ukraine, mm-hmm. and then we've been educated. We're not supposed to say the Ukraine because it's insulting to Ukraine and Ukrainians. But did you know there are two countries in the world that do have the in front of them, and they are the Gambia and the Bahamas? So the Bahamas huh. and the Gambia both I, have the in the in their I, actual I'm, if title. If you would have asked it as a trivia, I might have been able to pull out the Bahamas. I would have never gotten Gam- the, the Gambia. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten I. the Gambia either. So Here's the other one, though, that I'm hearing frequently because it's coming up a lot, and people are saying the Congo. Oscar uh-huh. Shibwe is from the Congo. I've not heard specifically, but I would imagine that it's very similar to Ukraine. And I actually think Indy from the Democratic Republic of the Congo, it's, which yes, is two d- separate countries. Or, yes, yeah, Democratic Republic of Congo. No, I think we just say Congo for short. No, 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 those are two separate are countries. Two, oh, yes. But I don't yes. think the is in either of them. I dem- Now i got to look this up. Yeah, you can, you can look it up if you'd like. Is uh, it like the Star Wars? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> No, you're right. Democratic Republic of Congo. Democratic Republic. No, well, now this says of the Congo. Now, okay, it says both. Of the is different than the. Of the I sing. Here are the weekend movie premieres. I'm sure that most of us will be rushing right out to the cinema this weekend. And let's see what's on tap for us that I won't be watching. Uh, Moribus. I think that's Marvel. Is it? Still won't watch. Uh, Michael Keaton, Matt Smith, Jared Leto, Leto, whatever you like to say, fantasy, fantasy action. I like Michael Keaton, though. Sure, I even like Buster Keaton. You don't know who Buster Keaton Not is, do you? Silent, silent movie star. The I don't think she knows who he is either. No, she wouldn't. Um, he, he, he's. I got Char- like Charlie a, Chaplin. That's all I. Can I was going to say that this is that Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin, Chaplin would have been contemporaries. Okay. All right. You were either Team Charlie or Team Buster. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stunts that you even see in today's movies were first inspired by Buster Keaton. <laughs> the Contractor is an R-rated action mystery starring Jillian Jacobs, Chris Pine, Ben Foster, and Kiefer Sutherland. I like Kiefer Sutherland. You do? Mm-hmm. Oh. Me. He's me. He's mid. No, You're I'm, use that. I'm not a big fan. I don't know what his mirror is, but I'm yes. not a big fan. Well, you weren't that, a fan me, of 24. That's me not being. I didn't. I've never watched a single episode uh-huh. of 24. I liked it. Designated Survivor. The first, <clears throat> the first season, I really enjoyed. And kind of went downhill a little bit. What's the thing where he's where he's mean? He's a. Uh, I'm telling you. So the last why good th- I don't the, like him is because of one of the worst movies for me ever. Okay, well, don't hold me in suspense. Flatliner. Okay. Uh, I I haven't liked anything he was in since Young Guns. You Won't Be Alone is an R-rated horror drama starring Nui Rapace and Alice Englert. Oh, yeah, them, you know. There's some... Oh, no, 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 no. Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, no, that's not true. Young Guns. No, no. A few good men. He is in Young Guns. Yes, yes. Since I said there's nothing I like of his since oh, Young I thought Guns. you were saying. No, I loved him in A Few Good Men. That's where he's the bad guy. Yeah. He was. He answered. He was on Team team Colonel Nathan Jessup. He was the one who ordered the Code Red. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't seen either one of those. I, I want to give the Razzies 
a attaboy or at a girl, whoever's running the Razzies, because the Razzies have rescinded Bruce Willis's worst performance award after we became aware that he's been diagnosed with aphasia. So the Razzies are the opposite of like the Oscars where they hand out awards for people who do the worst job rather mm-hmm. than so the opposite of the Oscars. And they think it's poor form that once you know someone is struggling with something and there might be a very valid reason that they had this performance of saying, hey, we – Ours is kind of done tongue in cheek, you know. We like to, we like to, you know, throw rotten tomatoes at things and et cetera, et cetera. But we think that it's poor form to be celebrating something for someone who is obviously, you know, not themselves and and not to the level that they once did it. So I think that's admirable uh, to to do that. Now, I think that unfortunately, if you pull that thread as far as it can be pulled. Then we'll just have to get away, get away from comedy. Period, because so much of what we do could be based upon our observations, and everybody's got an explanation for why they do something a certain mm-hmm. way or they look a certain way. Like Will Smith. So that's that's yeah. It um, he's got an explanation. It, it, yeah, I mean, that, keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> I have an explanation well, for my. Two it, inches of roots. It wasn't I mean, his name <laughs> he's worried about. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the premiere, has moved back by two days, but Star Wars fans will be excited that it will be a double-episode launch. So Obi-Wan Kenobi pushing back the series premiere from Wednesday of Memorial Day week to Friday, the 27th, And but they you, you will get uh, two episodes. It's going to go head-to-head with... Stranger Things season four, which is coming out that same day, so they moved to Friday. Does it make more sense to come out on a Friday, anyways? Well, they're doing, but it's weird how the streaming strategy is becoming more like the old matchup programming, like lineups, mm-hmm. where they they used to put good programming on a network to go opposite, and but in a time shifting world. Everybody's oh. going to get to it anyway, isn't that kind of? But it's weird mm-hmm. how. So it, our house will be divided. Yeah, I can well, tell I won't you this. Be watching Stranger Things. My house won't be watching either one. <laughs> Neither <laughs> one. Uh, Paul McCartney is urging Starbucks to stop charging more for plant-based milk. So, don't we eventually, all of us men, and maybe women too? I can't speak for the women. I can only speak for men. Don't we all finally get to that point where no matter how successful we are or how resourceful we are, we've just decided we want to complain about the price of things? I mean, does Paul McCartney really care what anything costs at Starbucks? Really? I don't think he needs to. I, don't, I, I wouldn't I would think, think so not. either. But is it, my point is, is that when you're one of the Fab Four and you're successful as Paul McCartney is, you're still a human at some end that goes, y'all are charging too much for this. You know, it just, <laughs> it just strikes me as odd. So there you go. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Wrap it up for the week here on In the Know. Well, things have been a little complicated. MB's Point to Ponder for today. Who advances to the national championship game on Monday? So it took me a minute to remember who the other two teams, not named mm-hmm. Carolina and Duke, were because that's all anyone wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. And even if I didn't know what schedule the game is on tomorrow, I would guarantee you they were showing Duke and Carolina in the in the primetime game, like the, the late game, the late yeah. game because that's that's so that would be the main event. That's the you know that's the marquee matchup. So let's break it down first. First, Villanova or Kansas? Sam, who you got? Kansas. Villanova had the player who tore his Achilles. That's and true. He's good. That's gonna that's gonna so, that's gonna hurt things, isn't uh, it? Abaji's good, so I'm I'm picking Kansas. Miss Buckles, who are you taking? I'm also gonna take Kansas. You're gonna take Kansas. I'm gonna yeah. take uh, just because I don't want it to happen. I'm gonna take Villanova. I mean, because I don't want Kansas to win. You I think more, I'll, you're a Jay Wright guy. I'll be wrong. I, I like Jay Wright. Um, well, I know that there's. I, I use I use Dove Dove Men's shampoo. That's right. Uh, he is because a, Jay Wright is a pitchman for them. So I think okay, if it's I good enough for Jay Wright, the it's good winner enough for of that me. game will be the winner of our bracket contest as well. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that that will determine who wins. We got, why are you shaking your head at me? You didn't know why Like I was willing to well, use Dove? Well, I have multiple things I could say, and we don't have enough time for that. Hey, advertising but, works. Yes. Jay Wright, Jay Wright <laughs> that, pitches that, Dove. That yeah. would have he, been the best thing between, I could have said. Between him and Jerry advertising Stackhouse, they, works. Can both, they can both pull off suits. I can say that. Mm, that's all right. Uh, so I'm going to – I'll hope Villanova will win just because, you know, hey, power to the Dove. Um, <laughs> and then in the the late game tomorrow night, I am praying, please, 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 North Carolina win, please. That is Duke's going to win. Yeah, I fear that's going to happen. But I, well, he's right. I mean, that's, well, and, just, it's, and, it's, and I don't disagree, and I don't. I'm not sporty, but I mean, my best friend is from North Carolina. It's just and been set nobody up. likes Duke. That's right. Right but on that. We I can mean, all agree it's not on. like the. As as our good friend Roger Lush would say, the tar holes are much better, but <laughs> the it's tar a, holes are the lesser of two evils. I spent most of the weekend, most of the week researching to see if there's a way we could have the game set to where both teams would lose, to where both teams could forfeit. Mm-hmm. When it appeared that I couldn't make that happen, I had to pick the lesser of two evils. So I just went with Carolina. Well, they had the rule that if, if I think last year's no, I guess I'm thinking of the KGSAA. They had it that if a team got COVID, the team that they beat in the previous week would take their spot. Got it. That's no longer a rule, though. All right, on TV tonight. So I guess we'll see. I, I hope I would like to see Villanova and uh, Villanova and Carolina be in a the re- final rematch of 2016, where Villanova won in the buzzer beater. But I doubt it's going to happen. I mean, everybody inside, nobody. Well, outside of Duke fans, nobody who's not a Duke fan wants Duke to win, but it seems like the NCAA does. Um, John, on Showtime tonight, <laughs> I haven't read the description of this. I'm so afraid. Well, it goes back to the Easter Bunny. Where does the Easter Bunny live? There's a show on Showtime tonight called John and the Hole. A desperate game of survival unfolds after 13-year-old John traps his family in a hole in the ground. Hmm. Maybe they find out where the Easter Bunny is. I think I'm going to miss that. (laughs) I can't even. Tomorrow, of course. Now, don't don't go looking for these games tomorrow on CBS. They're not on CBS. They're on TBS. Tomorrow night on CBS called Whitney A Look Back. Lost performances and rare moments with Houston. Uh, I didn't know if it was about Whitney Carmen. It could be about about her, but we wouldn't be doing a look back. True, We'd be doing true. a look back, look and now, a look, look forward. forward we, yeah, be doing, we would do all of the looks. I, I think I would prefer Carmen. <laughs> well, uh, it'd be interesting. Serious business. If if Duke's winning in a blowout, I'm watching Whitney Houston. <laughs> Saturday Night Live, NBC has host Jared Carmichael and musical guest Guna, American Jared. Jared Carmichael. Why do I know that name? I gotta look it's up. J E R R O D, by the way. American Idol. It's a duets week. Oh. And dear. that's up against the Grammy Awards on CBS. So American Idol and Grammy. So they're going head to head. I know which one huh? He was I in the choose. NBC sitcom The Carmichael Show. Never heard of it. Nor have I. Today's highlight in history, this date in nineteen seventy two, the first major league baseball player strike began. It lasted twelve days. The NHL struck uh, 20 years later, April 1st, 1992. They were on a 10-day strike. Hmm. The Wrigley Company was founded in Chicago by William Wrigley Jr. this date in 1891. Apple Computer was founded this date in 1976. Gosh, imagine getting some stock on that. Mm, that day. I'd love to have that initial stock offering. Well, I guess actually you probably don't want the initial one because I think it tanked right away. But unless you divested of it, it would yeah. have yeah. rebounded and gone on to no telling what. Well, I don't. We probably wouldn't be sitting by the here way, doing this. For those of you that are wondering, <laughs> I have. I still. I, I am still a Twitter stockholder. Okay. I still still When's shareholder of Twitter. I'm not sure, but I but I do have my eyes on them. Listen, mm-hmm. <laughs> if it hadn't been a gift, if the stock hadn't been a gift from my wife, I would have sold it uh, probably a week ago. <laughs> I don't want to be the mayor of Wilkington. Allie McGraw is 83 today. Justice Samuel Alito is 72 today. Singer Susan Boyle is 61. Rachel Maddow is 49. Taryn Killam is 40. Hillary Scott from Lady A is 36 today. 
Gone but not forgotten. Lon Chaney, born in 1883. Gordon Jump. The big guy, Arthur Carlson from WKRP, was born this day in 1932. All right. Debbie Reynolds was also born in 1932. Chart toppers. Let's go to 1958 and the Cordex, number one. I think that's, yeah, you got to stop it right there. You stopped it at the right point. You got to get that little, you got to get the pop. Do children leave in utero knowing that song? Like, doesn't everyone, like, know that song or... Do or they, they've had good raising. They just learn I'm it not very sure. Quickly. Does Elena yeah. know that one? Surely. Uh, I think she would know. The Four Tops, number one in 67, with Bernadette. The song was written about Bernadette Rostenkowski. Wallowitz. Yeah. Good character. That may or may not be true. I don't know. I mean, seeing the future, right? Absolutely. 1976, The Four Seasons, number one. December 1963. Oh, what a night. Oh, what a night. This is a good song. It's a good song. And I never went back and watched Jersey Boys after a couple weeks ago we played mm-hmm. it. And I said, this makes me want to watch Jersey Boys. <laughs> I have started, incidentally, I have started The Gilded Age on HBO. I watched the first episode last night. It'll be okay. Um, I really like Christine Baranski. I don't know who that is. Um, So she is Cindy Lou Who's mom's nemesis in The Grinch. And she is also on The Good Wife and The Good Fight. And there's something about her that I really like. She has that really stern face. She has lots of teeth. Yes. Uh Yes. 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 She's lots of lots of teeth. Anyway, I really like her, and she is uh, starring in that. I don't like Cynthia Nixon. And Cynthia Nixon from Sex and the City is in it, and I don't really like her. Well, that's terrible. We are the world. Number one, 1985. There are people dying. Okay. I wish I had seven minutes to play the whole thing, but I really don't. Without you, Mariah Carey, number one in 1994. All right, Kelly Clarkson, or am I required to say yeah, she, Kelly Brienne now? Yeah, I was going to say she's no longer. Officially, legally. Now, I think entertainment-wise, she's still going to go by Kelly Clarkson, but I like to be particular about things. So I'll work in the Kelly Brienne when I can. She was number one. Ten years ago today was Stronger. And then Silk Sonic, uh, Bruno Mars, and Anderson Pock, who are opening the Grammys on Sunday, we're number one a year ago today with Leave the Door Open. So there, there are your chart toppers for today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom says this. You can educate a fool, but you cannot make him think. You can educate a fool, but you cannot make him think. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Beach, for Sam Gormley, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.